Welcome to Life Unedited. I am your host, Tabitha Sweeney, and this is your lifestyle guide to living an unapologetic life that aligns solely with you. What's up, guys? Welcome back. I am so pumped. So, you guys, I just got off a call with my business coach who is phenomenal. And I'm actually going to I'm actually going to drop her um website in the like in the post in the, in the notes, right? Because everything is virtual and she can work with you from anywhere and if you are just starting a business or if you have started a business I don't know, six years ago and have always struggled with the like most basic of basic concepts when it comes to business, she's your girl. But anyways, I digress. She is, she's also been one of my absolute biggest supporters. And I cannot thank her enough for everything that she has done for me. And all of a sudden, you guys, this month kicked my ass like sideways. Like it, like, like just boom, knocked me out. And today I actually feel like I'm coming back to life a little bit, right? Like I feel like I'm like, okay, okay, like this is good. I'm like, I have a little energy. I, it stopped snowing outside. I, I feel like I could do this. And her and I were talking, um, and she is a an avid supporter of the podcast. And as we were talking, she posed a few questions to me, and I was saying to her that all of a sudden things are clicking on the marketing sense. You guys, nothing on marketing has ever clicked for me when it comes to business. Like it, repurposing content, turning one thing into something else. It nothing. It has. I am. I go at a speed of like 150 and like I just go, 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 go. So as soon as I get this done, it's like, poof, and I start the next thing. When what I need to do is slow down and take a look at this and be like, okay, now how else can I use this, right? Much better use of my time. But that's not what I do. Let's be real. That's not what I do. I'm working on it. But as we were talking about some revelations and some like like light bulb moments I just recently had about the podcast – and the coaching business and how in my head they were always going to work together, but they really haven't been. She posed a question to me about being ultra aware of what I'm posting. And she had brought up the episode where I talk about BDSM. And Right away, in my head, I was like, well, that links back to coaching. But I never told you guys that. Well, shit. I never told you guys that. I never told you how it all links back to each other. What? In fact... Some of you, this might be the very first time you're actually finding out that I'm a coach, that I actually have coaching programs. 
And I actually have clients who pay me as a coach to help them become the brightest, most healed, highest vibrating levels of themselves that they can be. I know. I know. I never told you guys that. Now, now that, like, take a deep breath, sit on that for a hot second, okay? Because here's the thing. Podcasting is sort of a, it it had a double role for me. In one role, I wanted to be able to reach out and reach the women who maybe one, could not afford my services, or two, we're not quite ready because you need to be in a specific in a specific emotional state to be ready for my kind of coaching. I have coached women who have not been ready. It has ruined friendships. Because if you are not ready, we are going to open up some doors. We are going to brush off some cobwebs. And if you're not ready to see what's in those boxes, and not only to see what's in those boxes, but after I show you, after we uncover what's in those boxes, we can't just put, we do not get to just put the lid back on and push it back away. No, 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 no. We have to dig the shit out and we have to go through it. And one by one, we have to determine what we are going to keep because it's serving us and what we are not. Now, here's the biggest hint. If it was truly serving us, it wouldn't be shoved away under cobwebs. Know what I'm saying? So the other part of this podcast is my own journey and my healing. It is a, it truly is a form of therapy for me. It is a form of how I heal past wounds and I started the podcast in, well, as of on Patreon, everything has started in in January, right? Um, But a few of the episodes I did actually tape in December. And when I started, I wasn't 100% sure what I was doing. I had never done a podcast before. I wasn't really sure. I have no marketing sense at all, you guys. Like there's nothing in marketing that like comes natural. So I just would get on and I would start talking. And it was therapeutic. And I was getting reactions from friends and from family about how they were relating and how much they liked it. So I kept doing it. But it wasn't working as a great marketing tool because um, I didn't tell anybody that, like, I'm a coach. I didn't tell anybody how to reach me. I didn't tell anybody how I can help you. And there are certain episodes that got really, really vulnerable, really, really explicit that I never actually circled back to coaching. <laughs> and it was funny because my business coach looks at me and she says, And and by looks at me, I mean she stares at her screen and I stare at mine because, you know, we're messaging. 
she says to me, how does this tie back to your coaching? And it was at that moment I realized that I didn't tie the episode about BDSM back to coaching, even though in my head, whew, I can spout off a hundred different ways of how that relates to the work I do. Of how if you're listening and you're thinking, I want that courage, because in reality, you guys, it's not about the sex. I'm talking about BDSM, but the message that I'm trying to get across has nothing to do with sex. It has to do with talking about something that you have been shamed about your entire life, that you can't bring yourself to say out loud, not to your husband, not to your best friend, not to anyone. You can't get the words out. You can't, you can't even, you're not even sure if you can admit it to yourself. Because that's how inauthentic we have become. That's how terrified of ourselves we have become. Wow. That's what BDSM was for me. And I'm going to be totally honest with you, you guys. I didn't know anything about it. Okay. It was something that just, I only knew about it from like Fifty Shades of Grey, right? Or like something you see in a movie. It's not a world I've ever been exposed to. And it was a world that I felt super, super, super ashamed to even want to learn more about. So I was so ashamed that for 20 plus years, I would never have uttered those words. You would have never, ever checked my Google and found me Googling any of that because I was so ashamed. But through looking for who I truly am, through breaking down some walls, through deciding that I don't want to cover up what's inside of me anymore. I don't want to play pretend anymore. Little by little, I got to a point where I was ready to tackle that. So if you can actually go all the way back, um, the It's right after New Year's. I think it's called, I think it's like episode 12 or 13. It's like heavy start to New Year's. And I will, I will tag it in, in the post, right? I will, I will make a link. That episode, it was really heavy, but it talks a lot about the moments when I started opening up and the way in which I started opening up to ideas that I would have never said before and how vulnerable that was and how hard that was and how terrifying that was, especially when you do that with somebody who then like four days later completely breaks your heart. It doesn't leave you feeling 
safe. But I had two options. I could keep playing it safe. Okay? I could keep playing it safe and I could retreat back within. I could take those boxes. I could shove everything back in. I could push them back back into the filing cabinet. Or I could say, he came into my life for a reason. And that reason was to open some doors that I never would have opened on my own. And maybe I need to sit with this and lean in a little bit more. Now, sitting with something and leaning in a little bit more looks very different for everybody, okay? The way this ties back to coaching, the reason that I talk about these experiences is because if you're standing in your body and you hate who you are, you don't love your body, there is a glass ceiling and you are going to hit it and you will never surpass it. Never. If you don't accept your body for what it is and who it, and who it is, I would put all my chips on the table that you have a very low level of self-worthiness. You don't think you're worthy. If you don't think you're worthy, chips all in. I know nothing about poker. Is that how it goes? So like chips all in. You have no boundaries. Or you don't have the correct boundaries. You might have boundaries, but they weren't ones designed and created by you to protect you and the life you want. They were boundaries you just, they've always been there. Or you put up boundaries to protect you from getting hurt. But they're not giving you the life you want and you've dreamed of. And if you have no boundaries... Your actual thoughts on your self-worth are even lower than what you originally thought before we talked about boundaries. And it's a vicious circle. It goes around and around and around. It's awful. You can't get out of it. You're trapped. You are trapped. And so long is you are trapped in that circle, you will never look and admit to the things, to the light that's dimming way in here. You will never, ever, ever honor the pieces of you that are way in here. When I first started my coaching program, it was in, the first time I ran it without fitness, it was in 2020. I called it Body Love Coaching. It was one year. Body Love Coaching. And the entire premise of it was designed to help you accept your body. That was my biggest goal for it, that women were going to decide that they liked themselves enough, that they stopped comparing themselves on Instagram and social media and in magazines, okay? What I learned 
at the end of that year, the transformation in these women's lives was so far beyond their body image. It was so far beyond accepting their body that we had moved into the space where I watched a woman who stood up to her boss for the first time after being walked all over for years. She had been at her job for almost 20 years. She stood up to her boss. I watched a woman who had never taken anxiety or depression meds because she was too scared to say she needed them go to the doctors and her life changed. Her family, her husband actually said the words to her, welcome back. We've missed you. I watched women gamble on themselves and start businesses. Because the thing I was not prepared for was that If you don't accept the body you're in, it's not just about the fact that you're not putting on a bathing suit. It's about the fact that that energy that you are expelling on your body is seeping into every single part of your life. Every part. And as it seeps into your life, it is pulling all of the nutrients out and away from you. And it is slowly killing you. It is slowly killing you because you're, if you're not feeding yourself worth, if you're not feeding your dreams, if you're not feeding your boundaries, you're feeding your fears. Something has to eat. And if it's not going into you and helping you bloom, You're feeding the fear. You're feeding the judgment. You're feeding the worry. And all of it starts with our body image. So for years, I called myself a body image coach. But you know what? The work I do is so far beyond body image. We start with body image. But the work I do goes so far beyond body image. That was the point of me starting this podcast, to start showing. I came out of an abusive relationship, 10 years. I went into my marriage. I was, I had sparkles in my eyes. I laughed. I had energy. I loved life. I loved people. 
eight years later when I was exiting my marriage, I was a shell of a person. There was nothing left. I hadn't fed myself in years. I was feeding the lies that he was telling me. That's what I was feeding. So his lies grew in strength as I continued to shrink and shrink and shrink. And this podcast was started because it took me almost three years after the divorce before I went on my first date. It took me almost three years to feel like I was healed. Like I had some sparkle back. I remember when my landlord looked at me and he looked at me and he's like, Tab, your eyes, you're sparkling. It's so good to see you sparkle. I hadn't sparkled in years. Not in years. Not in years. So if that is the point of the podcast was to show that this is a long, slow process and that we all go through it. I may be a few steps ahead of some of you, but I'm walking through the same shit, mud and muck that you are, okay? And it's the same coaching that I the same mentality, the same principles, the same techniques that I use on myself is what I teach my clients. Now, here's the the thing. This is the hardest part about coaching. I can't fucking do the work for you, right? So like I have all the tools and I will share every single one. I will hold your hand. I will sit with you when we need to sit. I will rest with you when you need to rest and I will sprint with you when it's time to sprint. But I can only hold the leash. Like you have to lead the way. And That is the most amazing thing about the coaching is because everybody receives it slightly differently. And every single client I work with, I take so much away. I almost feel selfish because I take away so much goodness from every single client. And they transform not only their lives, but my life. And... I started the podcast as a way to show my growth. Now, what I did not anticipate was that just a few episodes in, as we rounded the corner to 2023, and I thought I was scot-free because I did a lot of fucking growth in 2022. Let me tell you, a lot of growth. So as we rounded the corner to 2023, I was like, 
Fuck yeah. No. Because that's when the universe said, you didn't heal from everything. You're never fully healed. You're human. And the universe pulled out this great big, really super heavy box. And it dragged it and it dropped it at my feet. And it was like, heal, bitch. Pretty much. I mean, that's pretty much exactly what happened. And so for the past two and a half months, you've been listening and you've been watching me on my journey as I am healing wounds that I didn't even know I still had because the universe is a sneaky bitch. So you're watching it in live time. And because some of it, and especially this last box of trauma that I opened up that she said at my feet was all all of the trauma was related to sex, every last piece of it. And when she dropped it at my feet, it is so raw and it is so vulnerable that there are times I forget to actually loop it back to the coaching, to loop it back to self-growth and development. So... My purpose of today's episode was super uncomfortable to tell you that I'm a coach, to tell you that if you want to get to the point of feeling healed, if you want to get to the point where you sit there and you say, I have two options. I can do this or I can do this. Where you get to a point where you can look at something and remove the emotion before you form an opinion. Now, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be real clear on something. Just time out. That does not mean you don't react first, always, ever. Okay. There are plenty of things. I have reacted to many times over, many of them recently, many of which I'm not proud of, not proud of my reaction in the moments. But once my reaction leaves my body, I then can sit back and say, fuck, I understand. I see their side. I see their point. That is where I help. That is the place I help women get to. A place where they can look and they can say, it's not fucking real. Kim Kardashian has been surgically altered many times. There is no workout on the face of the sun that is going to help me look like her. Nothing. Nothing, none, never, no diet, no workout. But do you know how many women I've spoken with who will never, ever, ever grasp that concept? They still are trying. We talk about 
worthiness and the fact that you are worthy because you are born. Every human breathing air has the same amount of worth until they become a really bad person, like a serial killer, a rapist, a mass murderer. Then we things get a little gray and debatable. But if you have never done any of those massive action items, you are worthy regardless of if your car has roll-up windows or what kind of house you live in, what neighborhood you grew up in, whether or not you currently have a house or a home or a car. Worthiness doesn't discriminate. Everyone is worthy. And what if we talked about boundaries and the fact that those plans that you dread every single Christmas, you hate them. What if we talked about the fact that we could lighten that load a little bit? We could play with those boundaries to find something that feels good to you. What if we talked about the fact you don't owe anyone a fucking thing, not one thing, nothing? You don't owe anyone anything. Whew. Ain't that some shit. How would your life change then? Guys, I threw a lot of stuff at you. A lot of stuff at you. So I have to go back and re-listen so I can figure out what I told you that I was going to link into the notes. And if you would do me a favor and share this episode, share it with your favorite friend, make them aware of the podcast, share the link. My goal is to change lives. My goal is to disassemble the patriarch. That is my goal. The patriarch is terrified of confident women. And my goal is to build an army of confident women who are so secure with their authentic selves that we just watch the patriarch crumble. Just crumble. I can only do that with your help of helping me get in front of other people. So if there's a woman in your life who you think either could use my message, needs some inspiration, needs extra validation, please, please share the link. On that note, I want you to burn bright today with whatever it is that's deep inside you. I want you to shine. Go out and do something good today.